Welcome to Moving to Beer, everybody. This is Dan bringing us in, and we have some awesome beers and an awesome movie and three awesome friends. Wonderful co-host joining us today. Four awesome friends, Dan. You're here, too. I'm here, too. Sorry. Uh, sorry, this is Aaron speaking. I am your spark expert. I'm Blake, and I know uh, everything there is to know about Nick Cage, John Travolta, and or Nick Cage or John Travolta. And this is Brian, your John Woo expert. Woo-hoo. Nice. Not John Woo, but John Woohoo. John Woo. John Woohoo. Yeah. So we're 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 John Wooing tonight. We we have a couple of IPAs, East Coast versus West Coast, because we watched the 1997 Nick Cage and John Travolta vehicle known as Face Off. They the go best. face to face in a Hollywood heavyweight showdown with lots of sparks. And then they go lots face on face. They go face on face. <laughs> Obsessed with bringing terrorist Kester Troy, otherwise known as Nicolas Cage, to justice, FBI agent Sean Archer, a.k.a. John Travolta, tracks down Troy, who has boarded a plane in Los Angeles. After the plane crashes and Troy is severely injured, possibly dead, Archer undergoes surgery to remove the face and replace it with his own. Oh, I just got that backwards, didn't I? Oh, I faced myself off. No. What, no, Dan, right. Dan why do you look like Brian? Brian, why do you look like Dan? Oh, no. Why, why are you both acting like each other? It's so weird. I know. As Archer tries to oh, use his disguise. we should have done that. As, as, <laughs> as, Aaron introduced us. As Archer tries to use his disguise to elicit information about the bomb that Troy's brother... So what was the motivation for this bomb to begin with? I have like, no idea. Because Cass, cause, cause he's a terrorist. Is, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a okay. wacky terrorist who dressed like a priest right. and touched so, girls' butts. Hold on. This was the 90s. All the terrorists were not in the United States at this point. Like, no, for one. this was so, one where they were in America. And okay, were so this was one of the few. They put a bomb in the L.A. convention. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. They, spoiler they, were, they were trying to kill the capitalist pigs. I think this they said the target was like three Supreme Court justices. Like one, why are they in L.A.? LA. But then two, LA. Three, LA. <laughs> you did it wrong. You have to say it like you're it's like talking about LA. All the only right, good sorry. tacos you can get are in LA. I, I can't get rid of the Minnesota accent well enough to be able to Minnesota do it that does. way. I'm sorry. But so, like, dear audience, in case you haven't guessed, this was a really fun action movie by John Woo. Yes. Yeah. We are all hopped up on it. <laughs> yes. Like we are with these IPAs that we drink. Exactly. Yes, we are. We should really lay the groundwork. This movie the, terrorist, <laughs> the terrorist tries to eliminate the FBI agent, but instead of eliminating him, shoots the son accidentally. Yeah, the, the plot is confusing. Basically, the two A-list Hollywood stars trade faces and pretend to be each other. One is an FBI agent, one is a terrorist. They trade faces and trade lives. But you guys are really glossing over how great it is. They're not. They're not really pretending to be each other because they're they're actors acting like the other character. No, no, but not the, like they changed than their body. But the characters are trying to portray, like act as though they think the other character would act, but they're just not good at it. They're not it's, very good. It's, it's kind of the, the Prince and the Pauper kind of story. Uh, a little yeah, bit. Two fish, fish out of water, but both sides. Like, you people are insane. So, But it's a fun action flip. <laughs> there's lots of, I think, there's I lots think of things exploding. It's great. So, Sparks. Oh, shit. Here we they, go. they throw, Nick Cage dies, Caster dies, gets put in a coma, mm-hmm. and to find out where the bomb is, the only way to do that is not you know, increasingly uh, terrifying police tactics to brutalize his brother. Yeah, but, let's uh, let's get rid of the whole body of standard interrogation techniques. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's just put this and, his and brother's instead, face on your face. Yeah, we'll do this experimental surgery. Put with, you into this hyper awesome, cool Marvel era DC <clears throat> comics 
prison with magnet shoes. No, no, yeah, like, yeah. surgery information. Now that's before you. Like, it, you're, you're kind of like a surgery a, a mashup of Saw and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> kind of. Nah, I wasn't even like Saw. Saw Saw's not uh, as mm. fun. There was a little bit of gore. I would say it is I was not squeamish. That I was like, oh, when yeah. they show like you the, guys are babies, the pulling this, it, the face off, it literally kind of <clears throat> pops when it comes off. It goes, yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, it's all wet. <laughs> it was like tofu. It's like if you had like two inches of tofu. <laughs> Yeah, just like, like the uh, yeah, and like tofu, you have to cook human skin for it to get flavor. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, right? just like, it, 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 human wow. flesh is just like tofu. I agree. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I've never had it. I wouldn't know. What flesh or tofu? No, it just it had a weird texture and noise like that. Okay, so yeah. the the I love that the scene was sound, amazing. The sound that they did with the surgery scene was an really, alternative really good. to being vegan is to be a cannibal. Basically, yeah, or to so, be uh, Archer's wife. So this was a follow-up. <laughs> this movie. So John Woo has a really incredible style, stylistic director. His uber is, his uber is phenomenal. His previous film was Broken Arrow, which also had John Travolta in it. Had really awesome stunt work in it, like this one. Like a lot of people who would do somersaults on the floor for absolutely no reason, or twist around, or like shoot their guns with their opposite yeah. directions with leap, their arms. Leap, leap, go out leap. of a doorway <laughs> sideways. Yeah, blazing yeah. both guns and yes. leaping well, sideways. The yeah. last or, scene had a, a plenty of doves flying around while the shootout happened. That was a trap. Or, or, yeah. or better yet, a helicopter going the same speed as an airplane. They hadn't got off. off the ground yet. It was it made perfect uh, sense. Or a speedboat. It, oh, I asked no. the question when we, when I got to the speedboat scene. How many John Woo fil- John Woo films have speedboats in them? And, and I like, genuinely answered when I said, I think they all do. Every single one. Because <laughs> they're awesome, it. Dan. Did you not see Speed 2? It's on a boat. I know, right? And then it's the high security prison that wasn't very high security. Uh, it was like it was well, like minimum security. I will say. No, they had robot boots. Magnetic they, they robot They had boots. magnetic boots, but as soon as you get those boots off, you're untouchable. <laughs> I know, right? They should have given them magnetic gloves. There you go. But That'd mean I did like really how... It, Really set the hopelessness of uh, Archer, uh, mm-hmm. John Travolta's character, being stuck in his his enemy's face in this prison where he doesn't know where he is, with the guy who played the painting husband of Margie from Fargo just zapping him and beating him up. Well, and and this guy's like, here, I, I'm gonna, he's like, gonna be fired. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but it, they also did a good job too of like when he was in this like solitary cell, mm-hmm. it actually physically was below all the other characters. There was a oh, walkway yeah. above where he was, so he was beneath everybody else. He was stuck. He was alone. He had no way out. We kept getting montages of his enemy, like <clears throat> in, in his castle, his wife. in his ca- in his castle. Yeah, I've got a government job to abuse and lonely wife to find. Right. He, Breach the walls, right? And, uh, yeah, boning his wife and licking his daughter. Um, yes, many but times. Like, uh, eating all of his peaches <laughs> for an hour. Yes. But uh, <laughs> wow, yeah, quote of the movie, right? Sorry, uh, yeah. that's the sparks. But no, when he was trying to get out, like he physically like pulled up and like did some pull yeah, up yeah. until one of the guards came in, like stepped on his hand, be like, "You get back down into your pit." You that's know? a really good catch. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie's amazing. And, and I, I would, I, I'll throw some props out to both John Travolta and Nick Cage. Even though they both chew up the scenery quite a bit in the first part of the movie. Ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. They, It's entertaining, right? It, mm-hmm. It's a hearty meal at the scenery. Right. But later as the movie goes on, when they have to be themselves acting as the other actor, 
they got a little more subtle and their acting mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. improved as the m- movie went along. And I, every I face got touched. <clears throat> and every there was a lot touched. of face touching. <laughs> there was some weird things. I noticed in the, in the beginning, John Travolta kept like rubbing his chin and rubbing mm-hmm. his face like, well, what do we even do? Like rub, 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 rub. Well, people but, touch yeah. their faces all the time. I mean, that's like you know, that's how we catch of, the flu. Maybe, maybe we notice it more it, because the movie's called Face Off and we kept what, making face No, they, they, they did try and keep drawing attention to that. But uh, mm. IMDb says that... Uh, Cage and Travolta spent two weeks with each other, just hanging out, trying to pick up each other's mannerisms. That's cool. And like like trying that. to figure out like what what are method the movements? Acting. What are the no like, no? That's figuring out how the other person acts. If it was method acting, they would stay as the other person. They would wear each ca- other's underwear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they <laughs> probably sex did. Well, Brian, there's another movie we'll talk about underwear off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that like a Japanese film? It's the prequel when they're Korean? babies. Oh, it's a South Korean film. That sounds more like it. That's more like a Freaky Friday thing where we swap underpants and it turns out like, oh, now I'm acting like this person. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, back to the film. <laughs> we're, we're getting off course. But yeah, oh, and speaking of getting off course, that boat scene was that probably was the a, best chase scene. It was so good. It was a really good. I mean, the prison fight scenes were okay, but I think the boat scene was like... The prison the fight least, scene would have been better the if they didn't street. just tear through the the all, every single guard if they don't have the shoes. Yeah. So, listener, what you're hearing is there's lots of action, lots of chases, it's and John it's Wu all movie. well done. It's yeah. all well done. And, and the four of us really enjoyed it and clearly were very hyped up. Well, all right. Woo-hoo! Dan. <laughs> that was a perfect time. Not, not so much. You know, I, I appreciated for, I you know, they, this is a film from the 90s. And if you put that into context, oh, that's my bread and butter, baby. It's a good love film. a ninety. It's movie. a good action I, film. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. It's not yeah. going to bring a lot to your life. There it's was not there were car cell phone. Life. There were car well, cell phone bricks, which I was uh, impressed with. I was like, oh, technology. Yeah. Okay. And then like Slightly all the dated. the nineteen ninety, you know, the nineties computers and stuff. Sure. Oh but but I think you know there there were some obvious plot holes of when you know Agent Archer just like happens to show up. When his wife is putting blood between two different slides for some reason, like, and not, you know, t- testing Test- the blood type he, he said ostensibly. He, he was waiting there, to, uh, hoping she'd show up. Yeah, I know, but like, she, he's in, just in the room exactly where she was. Yeah, be. in the Dude, same hospitals room. are big. You can hide in lots of places in hospitals. Okay, but at that right moment, and he didn't, he like walked through the door. Do you know how many times I've surprised doctors with a speech like that and it worked out? It's fine. Hey, literally, he walked through the door. The door did not open and close. He was just magically there. Yeah, it was great. I was like, wow, he threw totally stock in the hell out of her. Okay, uh, how you're, about, you're how never going to shut me down. How about the speedboat yeah. scene where the speedboats went and one of the speedboats blew, blew up, up 14 yes. times like, and at was least, back intact? I was going to say at least twice. Once least when there was twice. a collision with oh, another boat. Oh, because there's only one red boat in the world. And then hmm. another one where like the boat, we saw it flying up in the air, exploding. And then it's like in the next scene, it's, it's sitting fun. there on the beach. It's now, like, obviously, that on. scene happened before the explosion scene. Duh. Oh, we saw it was a flash. Back. It was a flashback. You'll never yeah. change my mind. There, I love some, this movie. There's some continuity issues. But I want to get back to what Dan was saying about the boat scene and what made it so great. Like, what did you really enjoy about it? The simple fact that it was so incredibly unrealistic if you've ever been on a boat. Oh, yeah. It's not like that. <laughs> I don't know. And like, okay, so one of the characters is off the side of the boat holding onto a chain that has like... It was the... Archer in, with Pollock, uh, Pastor Pollock's face. Yes. Pa- almost so he was, swinging, he was swinging the anchor, which is never actually on the boat. And if it is, it's just a dumb weight and not an anchor with a hooky thing on it because those are dangerous as hell. It's usually just a weight. And if it is an anchor like that, 
it's on a big ass boat, not a right. speedboat. Yeah, so I'm just a, like that was an inappropriate anchor really for that boat. Freaking, but it's perfect also, for that scene. The harpoon, the harpoon was also inappropriate for this. Is a speedboat that you go out for water skiing or to get like get people drunk on? Like, and what's yeah, more not, fun than shooting boat. off a, a, a spear gun drunk? Yeah, yeah. what goes oh. better than boating, alcohol, and harpoons? Right? Yeah, yeah. dude, nothing. And, maybe, maybe just swapping faces. And and it got shot up and bumped into the other boat a bunch, and there was just absolutely like no damage to it at the end. It was just sitting there. I mean, the other boat did crash in that, that pier or whatever and exploded. Yeah, it's it's just, was it, cool. This but, movie requires a lot of suspension of disbelief. Yeah. yeah. You need to be so, willing so to go the question along is, did you enjoy the boat chase? I yes. enjoyed it, yes. but because it's so incredibly unrealistic, mm. it's just like... Okay. Dan, you sound like you sound like Reddit right now. But right, so, so John, I question my own. But like, really? John Woo, it's more important to entertain than to keep continuity up. Correct. Oh, and I know that. It's I've like seen a, a lot of this what's film. happening in a lot I, of this film. Yeah, it's I like see. a gun-heavy version of that Mexican magical realism, where you just you have to accept. Yeah, things are just weird and different in this world. So, like a hundred years of solitude with faces. And guns and doves. And yes. lots okay. of guns. Lots of gunshots. I mean, that gun, sparks. That gunshot. Lots <laughs> of sparks. Oh, everybody drinks. So we, we turned the word sparks. If you saw sparks in the film, which John Woo is a master of having everything be sparky, be, you have to drink. Oh, I just noticed every gunshot, like when the gun fired, and then when the bullet hit anything, it could be a plaster wall. The bullet hit oh, yeah, a plaster expl- wall. Sparks. 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 Yeah. It exploded. Yeah. Lots of sparks. Yeah. Also, which, a couple of Wilhelm screams and. Uh, Wilhelm screams, not Wilhelm. Yeah, Wilhelmheim. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, a couple of those. Anyway, so back to the drinking game. What were we drinking? Yes. So oh, we didn't talk about the movie already. Oh. Uh, so Blake, no, let's talk about the, the I was social and economic. Clever transition. Oh, I, I know, but I was I wanted to talk uh, about the movie. More. Blake's not All right, ready. Talk about the movie. <laughs> so Blake, Blake, uh, tell so us about the movie. Why is I'm going to say so I enjoyed this movie, but I enjoyed it like kind of in two ways. One is just kind of like the action and the fun and the story and like, but I also then tried to of like that is some BS that's going on right there. Like, this is so <laughs> implausible. It couldn't possibly make sense. So I enjoyed watching it, and then I also enjoyed kind of picking it apart. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. absolutely fine. It, it's Absolutely. What, like, I'm glad this movie has a high rating online. I'm glad that I, I genuinely enjoyed it. I know it's silly. I know there's parts that just don't work. But And this was Nick Cage before he spent too much money had to make movies to make money back. So this is Nick Cage kind of flexing his wings. Con Air came out the same year. Yeah, and he's playing a whole different character. He's just like this, I think, southern, pure of heart, good guy who's in jail. And in this one, he gets to play a psycho weirdo villain, more akin to Gone in sixty seconds. But then also he's play, himself. yeah. But then play his opposing character, the actor John Travolta, well, do you, do you, as a softer, gentler. Well, in, in this in this gets, movie, do you think one of the two leads did a better job of like? characterizing or showing one like the the incredible disconnect of like your identity your face seems so different and then two like how does this person respond to try and be this imposter in somebody else's life like did did one of the leads do a better job in in showing that i feel like travolta did a like his performance was better i think yeah He, he seemed to have more fun getting to be like Licking faces and touching yeah, being people. being caster while being the hero cop. But is that, that just because caster's more fun? I it might be because then yep. Cage I, had to give a muted 
performance as this like hero cop. He's like, I got to get out of here. Who's also kind of a broken man of like, oh, geez, I'm in prison. And then, and then he had to get melodramatic. Yeah. He wouldn't shoot another cop. He was, he, yeah. he didn't yeah. want to injure anyone. So. Boy, it's a, it's a tough call. That's a really good question. I, That's a really I, tough I call. Think Travolta did a better job as an actor. But I was more impressed with Nick Cage, right? Yeah, because he yeah. he actually showed more range right. across the course of the movie. I will say I talk a lot of shit about Nick Cage's acting, which but is I, fair. No, well, you know, <laughs> but I it think is like a, it yeah. is like a grapefruit. You know, this this film he's younger, mm-hmm. but he's starting to show some growth in as, as an actor, and as I I yeah, think yeah. he's actually become a very good actor in. As long as he gets Current to play, day. as long as he gets to play himself, an insane person, you know it's all good. But yeah, he well, has an incredible I mean, range. It's just getting him to to rein focus. it in, yeah, to focus, and then he becomes a believable person. Mm-hmm. I I truly yeah. think that nowadays, correct? Yeah, he had a couple times where he did crazy eyes, like really, really, like. Not I think like, I think these, these but but they, they were get, so crazy. But they were like a little over the top, and, over the and top. you can read like this is an FBI agent overplaying his hand just a little bit. Yeah, the, the, some of those screenshots a, were memes. It's like hundred hundred and ten percent. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's making an effort. But a ten percent too much effort. I think. No, he's eating ten percent of the, the the scenery. Yes. Just like we drank 10% of the beer. No, actually, we drank all Did we drink a 10? We drank ABV. I'm drinking 150%. Yeah, I had another one. Extra because I'm like, I drank mine a little faster than the other guys. But it's okay. Uh, I was right behind you, Dan. <laughs> so are, are we ready to move on? I think we're ready yes, to move I feel, on. I feel better on. now. Thank okay. you. Okay. So this is the point in the podcast. We're going to start talking about beer that we enjoyed while watching Face Off. Now it's Face Slash Off. Which John which, Woo fought for. Because it doesn't really? make any sense why he would do but like, Well, I think he fought oh, for it because they didn't want people to think it was a hockey movie or something. Okay. I, I, I kind of glanced at the trivia, but yeah, he, he argued for having the slash in there. Okay, good to know. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously a box office success because it didn't really... I, I'm assuming it made more money than it was worth or what it was costing. I'll take a look. Uh, That's I'm a good sure question. It did. I remember like my high school crush talking about this movie. Like at, People saw it. Okay. My high school crush is the authority on this. So. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Is it Margaret Cho? <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Cho. Yes, she was in it. We were like, yeah, she's yeah, in yeah. How, And it was like, how she did had you like, know? How did you know? Like three or four lines. She's in cute. It. She's a fun time. Mm-hmm. She got she got paid because you know you get paid by the line if you're an actor, you know, and you're card carrying, as they say. I don't really know because I'm not, but you know. Yeah, something something sag. Yes. Actors actors screen screen guild, actors maybe. guild so, card screen carrying member. Guild. Yeah. All right. If we have any screen actors guild members in our audience, <laughs> and you would like to tell us about. The uh, intricacies of, of payment you, and union rules. Like, go ahead, you, send Dan you, an email. You, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'll mark it as spam. I actually know, and basically you get paid every day you're on the set a minimum rate. Yeah. Most actors negotiate a different rate that's higher. But you get, if you're in SAG, you get a daily rate based on how many days you're on set. Wow. Wow. That is all right. So we're, we we discovered the box office. Uh, yeah. So uh, eighty million uh, estimated budget gross in U.S. and Canada was one hundred and twelve million, and uh, worldwide two hundred forty five. Oh, they so made a it, bunch of money. Financially successful. Yeah, and then of course you know DVD sales and rental online and all the fun and, stuff. And now streaming licensing. Yes, all no that. Doubt. So they're still they're there. still getting residuals from it. Congratulations. I, I'm sure there's everyone. the merchandise where you can get a coffee cup that oh says face God. off on it. You know, like I'm sure. Oh no, a salt and pepper shaker where you can remove the faces <laughs> from one and then put it on the other. <laughs> we'll make a mint. <laughs> no, oil and vinegar uh, bottles. Yes. Uh, 
<laughs> a reversible T-shirt that has John Travolta and Nick Cage on each. These side. are all gold. <laughs> TM 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 TM. I want like shampoo and then soap, <laughs> or conditioner. Yeah, and then you can't tell which is which. Ah, <laughs> uh, the, the the most exquisite pain. Now we're back to Hellraiser. All right. So we had a couple of beers. Speaking of pain. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Jeez. So the first one that we had is uh, we we sought beers out that were East Coast and West Coast. Uh, Blake and I, the other day, other day. You were out at the the bars the other day. The other day. And we happened to be at Upright Brewing. And we tried this on draft, and I really, really liked it. Mm -hmm. It's great. uh, The second one we drank was called Super Cool. And that's the West Coast represent. Now, the East Coast represent, we, we went over to... Bridgetown Brewery? Bridgetown Beer Bridgetown House. Beer House, that's it, that's it. Which is over off of Mississippi. It's been a minute since we've been there. It's been a minute. And they kind of moved around the inside a little bit. They don't mm-hmm. have as much stuff sitting out warm, which I applaud them for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were looking, going through the shelves, going like, where's the East Coast? There's got to be something from the East Coast. And I was, we looked through the, the IPA... It was, a real, it was a real case. treasure tre- real treasure hunt. It, it, was, was, it was tough. Uh, and... This purple can stuck out at me, and I was like, oh, I've never heard of Commonwealth Brewing, and it's on There's the top of the can. There's sparks on the can. There are sparks <laughs> on the can. Is there, is there five red boats? Everyone needs to drink. Come on, everyone drink. <laughs> Even if you don't have anything in your mm. can, pretend to drink. And and so it's kind of like, it's a, like their logo is like a grail with like a square and a circle, kind of like the Da Vinci thing. It's like the Da Vinci, like, yeah, the, the, the hu- human, human uh, like yeah. Pretruvian man? But that's yeah. like a like yes. is that what kind of glass is that? Is that like, like a short it's Belgian a chalice? Chalice. It's okay. a chalice. On the can it says yeah. Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. Which I don't know why it's called that because they're in you know for, it's based off Virginia Beach, which isn't yeah. really known for its Latino community. Yeah. Papi Chulo India Pale Ale. So this is six point five percent. And I did find online that it has 56 IBUs, which is interesting because the other beer we have has 65 IBUs. We're facing off between. Whoa, it that's crazy. Oh, right it in is. line. This is kind of like a nice, it's East Coast style. It's slightly hazy, I guess you would say, in its approach. Mm-hmm. Not quite full New England juice bomb. Yeah, yeah. It had some tropical little pineapple guava, grapefruit thing mm-hmm. going on. It was like full bodied in the mouth. It's just really nice. East Coast style because it the the types of hops they use and the types of malts they use aren't traditionally what you would find on the West Coast because of I mean it's not a New England style so we're going to assume right. that they're making just what they would normally have. I mean I believe so. I don't remember remember a lot of the beers I had when I was out in Virginia. I was pretty new to craft the craft beer scene, so my intention was, oh this tastes good. Glug glug glug. Yeah, it's not <laughs> bad. I, I get yeah. the tropical fruit though, like the guava is is there. Um, and like, and, and, and it's nice. I mean, it has some of that, like that hop sort of like acidity. And I know you keep saying like hops is not bitterness, correct? but it, it, it presents a little bit as bitter, uh, in, in a pleasant way. Like it's, it's hoppy in a nice way. Some mm-hmm. IPAs for me can be like too much of that. Mm-hmm. And where, where it's just all that really heavy flavor. Yeah. It's like just that. like bitter bomb. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. I'm going to wrestle your palate. No, no, oh, everything tastes, this, everything tastes bad now. But this is in balance. Like this is um, like, it's there, but it's not overpowering. There is some fruit that comes through. Yeah. 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 I, I do think it got a little bit more guava esque guava ish as it warmed up. Yeah. Um, but like, no, it's, it's a pleasant beer. And uh, because there's sparks on the can, I forgive them for not having marketing copy. <laughs> Our yeah. fresh, clean water from Virginia Beach is, uh, or wait, no, uh, Norfolk Beach is, uh, you know, combined with uh, the hops that are grown. And like, 
mists. The, I don't valleys know if they have hops. They, they have yeah. grains that grow there. I don't think they have hops that grow there. Okay. I could be wrong, but it's not really hop growing region. It's too hot. It's tobacco. It, it's it's pretty yeah, a lot of tobacco. It's pretty warm there. But I mean yeah. Yeah, who knows? I hadn't heard of Commonwealth Brewing. I've, hops grows here. So it's probably yeah, yeah. If, if it's warmer than here, maybe hops doesn't do well. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find maybe. out. We'll yeah. do some research and get back to you on that one. I'll call my family that lives out there. <laughs> hops research. <laughs> yes. Brian, thoughts on this one? Because it did have a little bitterness to it, and you're not really the bitter beer guy. So thoughts on this um is, it was okay. It was my fa- wasn't my favorite beer, but it was certainly sippable and enjoyable with this movie. Mm-hmm. Do you think it went with the movie? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really we haven't really talked about if it matches. I, I mean, I, I love this movie so much. I think everything would match with it, it in my mind. It was fine. I mean, it, you know, it's not my style of beer, but the the film was entertaining enough that yeah, I could it didn't just distract. sip and enjoy. It didn't, it didn't distract. distract. Okay. And and I mean my comments on this beer are more in conjunction with the second beer, mm-hmm. which I didn't like as much. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but why don't you talk more about the second beer? We'll, we'll get into this before se- we get into that. Yeah. Any any other last thoughts on this first one from Virginia? I, I think if you if you've got a, any sort of event in the summer, like maybe you've just mowing the lawn and it's a hot day out, or you know you've taken a hike and like you, you want something refreshing. You know, and it, if it's a warm day with like long summer sunshine in the evening, uh, you could do a whole lot worse than than Papi Chulo. Like that, it's a nice beer for 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 warm weather. I think that would be a great choice. Make sure you take a cool. sip in slow motion as doves fly past you. That's oh, right. And uh, we forgot to mention. So there was a number of scenes where it's super slow mo, and the and like the clothing is flapping behind, and then it it switches just as a hard cut to yeah. where he's walking to, and it's normal speed, and then back to him walking in yeah. slow mo. So trying to add tension. Yeah, and and that's a John Woo stylistic. uh, Yep, yep. Just like these beers. (laughs) One one was in slow motion and the other ones were in regular speed. Poppy Trillo is John Woo beer. It hits your palate in slow mo. mo. But then that bitterness will linger like like a Yeah, I I find it odd that that, that the the East Coast beer is called Poppy Chulo. which is really kind of a LA kind of. It's very LA, LA. Very that was un- L- LA kind of thing. That was unintentional, but yes. My, yeah. my guess is that someone from the West Coast moved out to Virginia Beach and started and a brewery. Was it a dude named Chulo? As homage to his possibly his homeland. <laughs> yeah, who yeah. knows? So we'll we'll do some research and, and we'll give them some props and and you know it's cool. I'm glad that we have beer from the East Coast here. Yes. on the left coast. Yes, yes. Moving on to the second beer that we tried. So with, with, it wins the cool can award. <laughs> it's a very cool can art. It's called Super Cool. So this is an open fermentation IPA using a Saison yeast with all of the normal green bill and all the normal hops that you would use in a West Coast IPA, but with an open fermentation and very Belgian-esque esters. And it's just like, this is not IPAs, but it is because it's all the ingredients except for... Yeast. Dan, as briefly as possible, what, what does Belgian mean again? Is that just a style of brewing? So the Belgian yeast is going to give you esters. It's going to taste, you know, like how Hefeweizen has that kind of like banana banana and clove yeah, yeah. and stuff. So it's going to have, and when you do an open fermentation, you're also getting wild what? bacteria to come in and it's going to give it Oh, some, that's right. That's it's right. It's going to give it a that wild kind of sourness. Mm-hmm. And this beer definitely has some of that, and yeah. it's, and it's like, but it's classified okay. as an IPA because it's all IPA ingredients, standard West Coast ingredients. But it has the background of it. It's so it's got that wood and pine and lemon and orange and just traditional hop notes up front. But then it sits back and goes, oh hey, over here there's some 
apricot and white and black pepper and mm-hmm. it's just it has a way different back end okay. and it dries out and it's really dry on the finish so it's I'd it's agree it's, it's going to be that's the saison yeast does all of that so i i love saison beers like i i love like the well I, even with uh, like a hefeweizen those banana esters mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of fruitiness i like that a lot like i i you know my palate uh, i like that a lot somehow uh, super cool. Like this is a it's a nice beer. There's nothing wrong with this beer, but I didn't like it as much as I like the Papichulo. Correct. I think and, we're all in agreement with that one. And and so and I think it's because it's like it's it's trying to be like a little bit funky, like a saison, but it doesn't quite pull it off. It's like your your little cousin is wearing you know cool clothes and acting cool, but you know they're not really cool. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying Correct. to it's trying to be something it's not. It's like the daughter Jamie in this film. <laughs> Trying to be the goth chick, but she's not. She's yeah. not. It's I, not her. I, I think as as far as nailing the character that it represents, that's a very good call. I didn't even think about she's that. A, she's it's, a sweet. Kid. She was super cool. She was super cool because she stabbed a with that butterfly. You know, yeah, nose. she stabbed a dude with a butterfly. Knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she shanked yeah. somebody. Yeah, and then she said, "Dad, I'm sorry for shooting you." Like, yeah. way to take responsibility, yeah, Jamie. Totally. Good job. She, she was really just the girl next door. She the was the movie. She's a all good along. Kid. Yeah. So I'm curious what Brian thinks of this very non-IPA IPA. All right, so I I didn't enjoy this. It it was a little funky. Mm-hmm. Kind of the the on the back end, it tasted like sawdust to me. Yeah, and it <laughs> whoa, and and it's it, understandable. It it stayed in my mouth. Like I took my last sip about five minutes ago. I'm still tasting this beer. Yeah. So that's not pleasant. Not pleasant for me. It, you Whoa. know. So it's not like piney resinous sawdust that might be pleasant. <laughs> yeah, that sawdust well, has no piney Aaron, resin. are you eating sawdust? Yeah, it's fiber, right? <laughs> Don't do that. Natural fiber. The first yeah, sip is kind of do not piney and resinous. I do not recommend. But then as it, sits, your doctor. as it sits on the tongue, it gets more and more woody yeah. to me. And that's and it's meant to do that. The, the, the yeast is going to push those characteristics way more than the malt and or I, the hops are going to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that dude that sucks on a toothpick for five hours. I'm just you're not, not, you're not yeah. pool hustling in I'm uh, not Louisiana? You know, <laughs> if you're the dude that has I'm like... I'm not that super cool. If you're the dude that has like pine tar soap. If, if like pine tar soap is what you do, like this beer might be your thing because it's like yeah. the same kind of yeah, wood. It, and yeah. it's not a terrible beer. It's just not no. a beer for me. It's, it's an interesting combination where they... I mean, and so this brewery, Upright, which is just over on Broadway, over by the Rose Quarter. Yeah, the interior is so cool. Yeah, so they and, and the, you guys enjoyed this particular beer on draft. Yes, right? Yesterday we had it on draft, and I would say, and I told, I, I mentioned to everybody, I was like, this is tasting a little off. I don't know how old it's been sitting in the can, what, but ma- on ma- draft, fresh out of a keg, it tasted a little bit more fresh and and a little bit more vibrant. What, could the open fermentation invite like different yeast yes. into the like? Can you get variation? You will. You will definitely get a lot of variation within the same batch. Much like Nick Cage's acting style. Correct. And this in the can. (laughs) So it went great with the film. The can has a whole bunch of really interesting artwork on it. It's like somebody drew like I love the can artwork. Yeah. And it's got people like quoting is like some with a chicken head and somebody with a monster face. It looks like mid 2000s. It looks like mid 2000s adult swim artwork. Kind of, yeah. But on the bottom, on the bottom it says canned on February 27th this year. Year. Okay. So Mine does at least. That's less yeah. than a month so it's, old. It's, hey, it's the robot is speaking in barcode. What? Oh, that's, that's really clever. Funny. That's really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> that is really clever. On the can oh, no. art for super cool. Yeah. I bought the cans 
because it tasted good on draft. Yeah. And when I opened it, I was like, wow, this is not necessarily what we had on draft. Dan, so, do you think it might have different. tasted better if we poured them into glasses? It might have. Okay. Let it open up a food little for, bit. Food for thought. How did it present differently when it was uh, on draft? Uh, tighter, colder, just, you know, so again, as we say, as it warms up, it's going to open up. Mm-hmm. And these were at a warmer temperature coming out of my beer fridge than they were on draft. Okay. okay. So I think ah. I appreciated the more tight flavor profile that had more of like a white wine or white grape kind of really sharp kind of acidity on it, mm-hmm. which I thought was, well, that's really nice. That's a d- nice change on an IPA, whereas this had none of that. Mm. I mean, it had the acidity there, but I was catching a lot of, as as Brian said, you know, there's, there's some off flavors mm-hmm. that are akin to, you know, doing the open fermentation and, you know, doing an, a, a Belgian yeast is going to give you those intentionally. I mean, I, I like the the philosophy of experimentation, and I also like the the philosophy of an open vat of like you know, hey, like, you know, let's don't lock it down, see where it goes, see what you know, have this batch. Yeah, you're open to the world. It's, it's Adult yeah, Swim. Right. It, everyone gets in the pool. Everybody jump in. Well, no, Adult it, Swim is only for adults. The kids have to sit. Well, the kids aren't going to be drinking the beer. Be open. <laughs> be open. Giving kids beer for years. Be open to some measure of like you know randomness and some measure of like this batch will be different. Right. And like they, you know, the, the world adding a little creativity into yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I like that a lot. So, but still. Uh, having this right after Papi Chulo, it's it, like, man, Papi Chulo was good. It sounds like yeah. Papi Chulo is kind of the winner for, for this yeah. group. Yes, definitely. The better beer. I, but it's a separate question of like, what's the beer we liked versus what's the beer that matched the movie? Uh, that is a really good question. The movie is hmm. kind of all over the place. <laughs> kind of like an IPA that's not really an IPA because it uses the wrong yeast. And maybe. Wait yeah. a second. Yeah. Maybe it was an IPA, but it had surgery to like become a different kind of beer. And it was smoking uh-huh. a cigarette And now no that lips. beer's wife doesn't really like totally know if it's the same dude, but she kind of likes some of yeah. the changes. And there's all kinds of faces on here that are different, you know? <laughs> huh. I don't know. I got it because of the can art and as well as the beer again. Yeah. We tried it yesterday at the brewery, and the brewery is known for doing saisons and doing mm-hmm. sours and a lot of barrel aging this was not a barrel aged beer so mm-hmm. that's why i was like oh it's really you know they're they're attempting to make a normal beer mm, different so they're it's getting not, out of their wheelhouse just a, a little, little bit. bit a little okay. bit they're still doing the open fermentation and using a saison yeast which is their in-house strain but they're trying to make a normal beer with it and and so i think because i knew this movie was weird and different and completely insane perfect this was a good representation of like the west coast they do strange shit and that's exactly what that's true is. it's it's weird and strange. west coast does some wild stuff they really they really go for it uh, we're just relaxed and and open to experimenting yeah. yeah oh yeah i wasn't saying as a as a, a negative in any way i was oh, just okay. i heard I, this I was in, admiring in my no, Minis- no, 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 no. in my minnesota brain i heard this is like he sounds judgmental oh no 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 <laughs> it was not my intention I, I i like that they go for something different they go in the same in the sense that you're saying, Aaron, they're they're laid back and they're thinking, all right, we got our standards. Let's try it. Let's try something new. Let's yeah. try. It. They do a, a pilsner that's pretty well known and, and distributed. That is also I really enjoy that pilsner. The pilsner is really good, but it it's is like, not a standard pilsner. It tastes nothing like a normal nah. pilsner because it de- it's using a different yeast or hybridized yeast, and it's open fermented. It's terrific. So it is. Again, it's like I applaud them for doing strange and interesting things, and they're successful at it. They've been around a long time. The cafe kind of tap room area on the main floor of the building is where they are now. They used to be in the basement in this little dungeon-y kind of alcove area in the basement that was... Roll for fermentation. Yes, basically. It was a really interesting experience if you ever got to go down there. But uh, 
yeah, now it's just in the main floor of the building and the people that work there are really friendly and, and knowledgeable. So check them out if you've never been there. Again, it's over on Broadway East Side, right at where I-5 and Broadway cross. It's a left bank building, I think is the name of the building. But yeah. That sounds right. I think everybody enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it. I have issues with it. Like Aaron, there's a mm-hmm. ton of continuity and it's suspension of belief, I, but it was entertaining. I was saying like, imagine your favorite pie, but then you get it and there's like maybe a little too much sugar or like a little too much salt, like your favorite pie, but it's off somehow. And you're just like, uh. it's your like, favorite you, pie, you still but like you're willing to peel faces. You still on enjoy it. it. You're willing to eat it. You're willing to eat it. If it's but a it's peach not pie. the perfect pie. It's not perfect. It's peach. Yes, it's a peach it's, pie. It's a peach pie. It's a peach pie with a different face. Damn, that was, that was brilliant, Dan. I just got that. That's really good. Because <laughs> he likes peaches. He can eat uh, peaches yeah, for an hour. I, I didn't <laughs> Hours. Like, yeah. Blake called it out, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I could eat peach pie say, for Why an would hour. Dan say peach? Yeah. yeah. That's very good. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you're going to find a beer to watch... Watch this movie and find a beer that's probably, I don't know, whatever you want. Something that takes you a little while to drink yeah. because it is a two-hour plus movie. It is a two-hour plus. And we, we sipped on these for a while, and I was like, so, wow. Some some of the scenes could have been trimmed down, but why would they use the phrase, I could eat a peach for hours? Actually, I know why, because it, the Sexual FBI, that's, well, that's, cause no, the FBI agent was wearing a wire, and she got a perfect voice match or whatever. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. It, but it was also establishing the character of who yeah. was, who was, uh, was that Caster? It yeah. was Sean becoming caster for the microphone thing. But no, he was still in the airplane at that point. Oh, no, in the airplane, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. yeah. Anyway. Too much. Way too much. <laughs> uh, you know, As always, the views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and yes. not the podcast itself. And I forget the rest of the legal spiel. That's, That's pretty that is good. legal spiel. You got yeah. it. You, you it, hammered if it. If you don't hydrate, Blake, you're going to dihydrate for hours. <laughs> You're going to eat them. I've been dehydrated. thinking about how to do this for the past five minutes. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, what am I going to lean into? Uh, lean into it hard. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. And, you know, we'll catch you on our next episode. We do again want to thank everyone that has stuck with us and, you know, seek out some good beers if you can. Seek out some good movies. Do it with friends. And you never know. You too could be famous one day. Or wake up with someone else's face on your face. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. This is Aaron saying thanks for listening and reminding you identity is made up of so much more than just your face. You could be an Oregonian. You could be an American. You might identify with the, the work that you do or the way you relate to other people like a spouse or a parent or a child. Well, you get like, deep. This this was a deep movie that was a real meditation on identity with speedboats and sparks. Two, one and oh, a half thumbs up. One and a half thumbs up. Yeah. I like guns and doves. This is Blake. Bye. <laughs> Hey, this is Brian. I just wanted to thank all of our listeners uh, for hanging there with us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Take care, everybody. Really do come true.